Welcome to Echoes of Holiness podcast. Appreciate his goodness to us. He's sure been a good God to us. And uh, good to be in the meeting with you. The church here at Craigsville. I thought I drove the farthest, and I hadn't. So, anyway... <laughs> They drove the most dangerous, but not the farthest. But anyways, uh, that's what you get when you listen to a woman telling you to turn here and turn there. But uh, anyways, glad to make it. And uh, sure appreciate the message already this morning. And uh, the devil does what he does. I'd like to be a person that listens and stands for what's right, wouldn't you? And uh, I was talking to a young preacher, and he asked, says, do you ever go to a camp meeting without a message just to go? And I said, I'm headed to Craigsville. But somewhere on the road, I got one before it got dangerous. I was praying when it got dangerous. but uh, So I, the Lord gave me just a little thought. I hope I could say something to help you with it. And I sure appreciate Brother Gary and giving us this opportunity to preach to you. We're going to read in Hosea. And I'm like Brother Gary. I could have sat this morning and listened to the brethren. I, lots of good preachers here. A lot of my favorite preachers are here. And so we appreciate We're going to read in Hosea chapter 2. Verse 7, and she shall follow after her lovers, but she shall not overtake them. She shall seek them, but shall not find them. Then shall she say, I will go and return to my first husband, for then was it better with me than now. For she did not know that I gave her corn and wine and oil and multiplied her silver and gold, which they prepared for Baal. Therefore will I return and take away my corn in the time thereof and my wine and recover my wool and my flax given to cover her nakedness and uh, I will discover her lewdness in the sight of her lovers none shall deliver out of her hand. Uh, I will destroy her vines, her fig trees. I may just jump down a little bit. Her, I will lure her into the wilderness to speak comfortably to her. I will give her vineyards from thence in the valley of Achor for a door hope. She shall sing there as in the days of her youth and as in the days when she come up out of the land of Egypt. And it shall be at that day, saith the Lord, that thou shalt call me Ishai and shalt call me no more Balai. For I will take the names of Balaam out of her mouth and they shall no more be remembered by their name. Amen. I want to take my text from verse 7 uh, where she said, It was better with me than now. It was better than than now, I guess I could say, for me to understand. It was better then than it is now. And he brought Hosea to a place. He married a woman, a uh, uh, and years ago, I was visiting with Brother Dallin Wright at his house, and I was looking at this setting of scriptures, and I asked Brother Dallin, I said, why would God have Hosea marry this type of woman, Gomer? And Brother Dallin said, I don't know. And Sister Tammy spoke up, and she said, Brother Andrew, what did you ask him? She said, I've never had him say, I don't know. <laughs> so uh, there is questions that, are hard to answer, ain't it? Yes. And uh, here he married her, and she, she went her way, and God began to deal with her. This was a type and a shadow of how he was going to deal with Israel. And uh, she got out there in a place, in such a place, that uh, Hosea had to go and buy her, redeem her. In, ver in chapter 3, he goes and he redeems her, and buys her back. And uh, God brought this... this uh, church or this lady to a place where she realized where she was at wasn't worth wasn't worth it 
Amen. And and uh, I'm going to read one more place here. And I don't know. Maybe I should speak this. I, I, I thought about saying when I first stepped up here. I don't know if I should or I shouldn't. But as Brother Gary was preaching, uh, I might as well just say and get it off my mind. Uh, the 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 styles and the cuts of material now is they're trying to shadow the lines between a man and a woman. And I went the other day and I was needing a black suit for funerals or whatever, and and even the suits. They're making the suits where they kind of, kind of like bulge out and make you look like a woman. And I, I got to looking at it all, and, and Brother Gary, they're just trying to to make clothing for boys, jeans for boys, that the cut is designed to belong. When we don't believe in women wearing pants, but they're they're making it to look like a woman's. And uh, that's just the world that we're living in. And I told somebody, I, I told somebody, I, I wear, I try to wear Levi's if I can, but I told him, I said, I'll go to Wranglers. <laughs> I'll go to Wranglers before I have to, to, to wear them sissy pants. Amen. amen. All right, all right, got that off me there. Uh, amen. And uh, he said in 52, uh, Isaiah, he said, Awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city. For henceforth there shall no more come into the uncircumcised and the unclean. Shake thyself from the dust. Arise, sit down, O Jerusalem. Loose thyself from the bands of the neck, O captain daughter of Zion. Amen. Uh, Jerusalem's in a bad place here. Amen. And God's dealing comfortably with, with them. I mean, he's dealing strongly with them. He's showing them the place where they are. Amen. Shake off the bands off thy neck. Amen. Get out of the dust. Get out of the dunghill. Amen. I've got something better for you. Amen. He said, ye have sold yourselves for naught. Amen. The place that you're at, the that you thought was going to be so fun, what you got entangled with that you thought would be so good. Amen. It serves you for naught. It's not paid you a thing. Amen. Everything in this world that goes against us. Amen. I'd like to tell you it's for naught. Amen. Amen. He said, but you shall be redeemed without money. Amen. Amen. He gets to talking to them about, amen, how beautiful on the mountain. Somebody's going to preach them a message. Amen. The watchmen, the, amen, they're going to sing together. They're going to see eye to eye. Amen. And God's going to bring them to a place, amen, where they break into singing, where they break into joyfully places. Amen. He said, depart, depart. Go out from among them. Touch not the unclean. Amen. For ye shall not go out with haste nor by flight, and the God of Israel shall be your reward. Amen. Amen. I like it when God delivers his people. Amen. Amen. And he's saying here, you ain't going to have to run. You're just going to be able to walk out of that place where you're at. And God is going to be your reward. God is going to protect you from what was against you. Amen. He told Hosea. Amen. He told Gomer. He said, and your lovers you'll remember no more. Amen. I'm glad there's a God in heaven that, that brings such victory to a sinner that the things that he thought was so valuable to him, he don't even remember it anymore. Amen. Amen. God is a God that brings reason to people. He gets to reasoning with people, and, and I'm glad that he does. And, and if you're a person of reason, and somebody can reason with you, amen, God, amen, can reason with you. Amen. Amen. Do you remember tonight, do you remember how good it was? Amen. I, I need y'all's help. I, 
I, I, I had a little message I was going to bring that I, I had sort of laid out, but just, just riding down the road, the Lord just spoke to this to me, and I began to, Brother Gary, begin to feel that, that Lord, and I need your help. I, I'm going to just try to obey the Lord here tonight, but there's somebody here tonight I feel with all, or this morning with all my heart. You've got yourself in a pitiful condition. But I don't believe I'm preaching to somebody that don't know the goodness of God and how good the Spirit of God was and is. Amen. He got to talking about Gomer. He said, I'm going to bring you to a place, amen, where you're going to remember it like you was in your youth. Amen. And I got to thinking about some good times. I got saved, and I didn't know. Uh, I, I, I'm going to just have to try to settle down. I feel a hurry up in me, and I don't want to just hurry up too much. Uh, Brother Jeff said I'd done a mic drop on him, and I said, well, you always told me the second preacher takes too long, so I, I didn't know what to do. But I got saved. I didn't know what the Spirit was, and, and I didn't know why you raised your hands. I didn't know all that stuff. And and I got saved and and man, different experiences, brother Nathaniel. The Spirit starting to help me. And and I'd go to church, and I was living in a sinner's home. We lived in our way, and I'd go to church, and 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 whether it was just whatever, but I shouted almost every time I went to church. I mean, once I got into, I mean, you know, once I found out what the Spirit was, it took me a while. But I'm saying, once I found out what it was. I'd go to church and I would shout and shout and shout and shout. Amen. And, and felt the glory of God. And I'd like to tell you, it, it intrigued me as a young man to feel the Spirit of God. I never felt nothing like it before, but a 17 and a half year old boy got to feeling the Spirit of God. And there was something that intrigued me. I tried many things out there in the world, but nothing was as good as the presence and the Spirit of God. Amen. It brought joy to my life and my heart. Amen. I know, Brother Ken, what it is to laugh. Amen. As the Lord sanctified me holy. Amen. I'd like to tell you it's a wonderful, wonderful blessing to feel the Spirit of God. Amen. I told him last, I told him a couple years ago there before the meeting, I said, now I've got old. And I said, when I said, when I used to shout, I shouted till they wanted to dismiss just about. I was, I was one of them that, you, that if you was wanting to go eat early, you're like, oh, my, not him again. You know, I, I was that one. And Trinity meeting come, and more of them old young boys got in there and got to praying. And I just got in there with them. And finally, my old nephew got to praying, and, and he, was, he was getting, you know, pretty ambitious. So I thought I'd try to help him because I didn't know who he was going to hurt if I didn't help him. And I thought I'd just seen my nephew hurt me as anybody. And so we got in there with him, and I just got to kind of pushing him up to the, to the stage. And boy, there, he got to shouting around, and I mean like that, he got the Holy Ghost. And now he's preaching. Amen. But he jumped up, and I, I, he jumped up, and he grabbed me. He said, Brother, he said, Uncle Andrew, whatever he called me, he said, thank you for praying with me to get the Holy Ghost. Amen. And he grabbed me by the neck, and I realized that I wasn't going to handle him. And he was a lot littler than me. So I just took my glasses off and handed them to whosoever was close to me, handed them to me, and I thought, hey, I'm in it. <laughs> I'm in it. Amen. So we got to shouting around and rejoicing with him, and pretty soon, I don't know how long I shouted, but I'm an old man, but I felt like it was an hour and a half. Amen. And it was as fun a year and a half ago as it's ever been. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I still love the presence of, of an almighty God. Hallelujah. I like to go back to them times where I was a young man and I felt the presence of God again. But not just that. I want to feel it today. Hallelujah. Do you remember them days? Do you remember them days? Hey, man. I mean, them days where you got up, and as you got to your feet, 
you felt an overwhelming presence and God was with you. Amen. Amen. Oh, did he not say in Revelation, he said, I have somewhat against you. He said, remember from where thou hast fallen and repent. Amen. Do you, are you still in that high place today? Do you still feel the glory of God like you used to? Do you still got a desire for church? Do you still got a desire for God like you used to? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. She got to remember. She got out there somewhere. And I've had the devil trick me and to make me think that there was something funner or better than what I could feel in his presence. Now, I may be abnormal. He may have never tricked you. But he's tricked me to make me think, even making money, whatever. He, whatever it is, he'd get my mind off of really what is, Brother Fonzo, the most important thing. Amen. And if, I, if I'm abnormal, then I'll just take it. But I... Uh, he's done it to me. But somewhere in that place, Brother Dennis, when I start missing that presence of God, I start trying to readjust it, saying, God, I can't live like this any longer. I got to get back to the place where I can feel the presence of an almighty God. Glory to God. I wish there'd be somebody here today could go back in their memory and get to reminding themselves of how good it used to be. Amen. Remember from whence thou art fallen, for it was better then than it is now. Would you go back in your mind and I want to say this, it don't have to be better then than it is now. Amen. I don't know. I had an old carnal thought there. But Jeff, forgive me. Uh, what was that? There was a candy that we used to eat called now and later. And it felt like that it was hard later as it was now. This should be as good now as it was later. Back then. And if it loses it, then I've lost the most valuable thing that I've ever had. Because it made me, Brother Aaron, when I stood up that day and I told this story, but I didn't know even to say I was really saved. I didn't know to throw my hands in the air and do the big testimony but all I knew is I stood up and I took deep breaths because something had changed in my life in my heart hey man I felt something like I never felt before and it was the glory of God oh hallelujah I don't want it to lose it's love it's, it's luster to me Lord do whatever it takes but keep it first in my life Amen. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Do you remember it? Do you remember it? Oh, them days that as I grabbed the doorknob and I felt the Holy Ghost as it pulled me into a prayer closet. And in that prayer closet, I forgot all the things that the world was throwing at me. I shut the closet door, amen, and prayed in secret. And the God that hears in secret rewarded me openly. Amen, I told this story. Amen, and uh, oh, God help me. Told the story, but when I got saved, Dad died that night. And we went straight to a funeral. And when I showed back up at school, we didn't, I didn't have, and I hate this, but I didn't have any long pants. I mean, I just had shorts. I mean, that's just what we, all I had. And I got saved. I had to put on dress pants. I showed back up at school in my dress pants. I'd left school wearing shorts and tank tops or whatever, and I showed back up a week later. Dad, we went to Dad's funeral, come back a week later, and I look like I do now. I was a changed boy. I was a changed boy. 
I walked through the school. Now, this is when I didn't want to be a preacher now. And they'd holler, hey, oh, preacher boy. Oh, preacher boy. Oh, preacher boy. Hey, man. I didn't want to preach. Hey, man. A guy stopped me. Hey, man. Hey, he, Brother Gary, he had a, he looked rough. He told my wife when he seen my wife, he said, do you, do you, he just looked at her and said, do you teach? And she said, well, sometimes she's been subbing or whatever she once a week. He said, it's just amazing what the Spirit can do for a man. <laughs> and my wife said when he left, said, he wasn't an angel. <laughs> he wasn't no angel. <laughs> he got to tell me, he said, what are you? I said, I'm holiness. He said, oh, I'm holiness too. <laughs> he said, there's two different kinds of holiness. I thought, yeah, there is, at least. And we're not the same. <laughs> Amen. He said, are you a snake handler? And I said, no, I'm not one of them. Amen. But, oh, I'd like to tell you tonight, there is a God in heaven, hallelujah, that drawed me from a world of care, from a world out there that didn't feel like that anybody loved me. Nobody cared for me. He drawed an old boy. And he set me among people just like you. Glory to God. Now I want you to know something tonight. For you to be redeemed. For you to get to the place you need to get to. You have got to realize how bad of a place you're in. Oh, I hope y'all's praying for me. I hope. For you to get out of the place that you're in today. You've got to feel like it's bad. You got to feel like it's bad. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I got, she got over there in that place and she got to the place where she's like, I'm going back. It's, it's not what I thought it was. It's not what I thought it was. It's too bad. I want to just say, I don't even feel like tonight necessarily I'm preaching to a lost person. I'm preaching to somebody that's got out there somewhere and they feel like maybe they're in a comfortable place. They're not cold nor hot. But I wish I could get you to the place to say where I'm at's a bad place. And I'd like to get back to the place where the glory of God, where the Spirit of God, amen, is the most valuable thing in my life. Amen. It's bad out there. It's bad. If I don't feel the presence of God, it's bad. My attitude is bad. My thinking's bad. He said, though the outward man perish, the inward man must be renewed day by day. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell me about it, Naomi. Would you tell me how bad of a place that you're in? Don't you call me Naomi anymore. That means blessed, but call me Mara, for the Lord has dealt bitterly with me. I need somebody to bring me out of the place that I'm in. I've got myself in a bad place, and I remember how good it used to be over here, and I need somebody to bring me out. Hallelujah. I'd like to tell you there is somebody that can bring you out. Hallelujah. He picked me up also out of a horrible pit. That's where I was. Out of the miry clay. Hallelujah. Where was you at? That's where I was. And there's times, not that I get in a horrible pit, but I get myself in places of complacencies, or however you say that word. Amen. And I need something to bring me out. Hallelujah. Amen. How bad is it? How bad is it where you're at? I want to just ask you how long's it been since you felt the true, genuine Spirit of God. That's how bad it is. Oh, I ain't got to feel it every day. I don't feel it every day. There's times that we go through stages. There's times that we go through stages that we walk by faith. Right? I mean, I'm normal, okay? And young man, if you're walking by faith, 
you'll have to walk by faith at times to go through some of the places you're sure going through. But the faith is, hey man, Brother Kenton, there's somewhere there's a handprint in what God, I enjoyed what he said last night. There's a fingerprint in what God's doing. And sometimes you don't see where it's at, but Lord, you're in control. Amen. Years ago, I was, I was praying at the church. Amen. Amen. And I, I'd been there for a while. I'm not bragging. I've just been there for a while. The, the, the reason I'm not bragging is I hadn't wretched it. <laughs> and I, I'd been praying for a while and hadn't wretched it, so whatever. Uh, I was in there, and I heard okay, Bob pull up. But them doors opened up. Caleb Castello. Hey, man, he'd got the Holy Ghost. He, and them doors, I heard them fling open. Whew. I mean, sometimes praying at a church is spooky. <laughs> if I'm normal, <laughs> sometimes it's spooky. And it was late. The doors opened up, and I heard okay, Bob said, Oh, God, forgive me. He'd come, he went to the basketball court, and he'd got a little ugly. And when he left, he was trying to pray, and he couldn't feel nothing. I mean, I mean, if you think being ugly and acting ugly is a God trait, then I don't know. Amen. But somewhere I heard him open up that back door, and I'm telling you, he was pouring his heart out. He was used to feeling the presence of God, and he had done something to offend the Spirit of God. And he said, oh, God, would you forgive me? Would it be all right if I tell you as a preacher this time, I said, oh, God, would you please forgive me? I've been too busy. I've got too cumbered about. Oh, God, would you forgive me? God, help me. Put me on the right track, God. Amen. He got to praying, and all of a sudden I heard it when he reached it in there. Amen. God, it forgave him. he come back out that door. I was still praying. I still hadn't wretched it. But he came back through the door, and he was just a, he was just a happy young man. He had reached the Spirit of God. If you're not mighty careful, amen, you'll go years and years without feeling the Spirit of God. And it'll bring you to a pitiful place. Hey man, oh Samson, do you remember the day that you grabbed the gate and you throwed it on your back? Oh Samson, do you remember when God moved on you at the camp of Dan and he made you like no other man? Do you remember? Do you remember where he brought you great victories until you quit thinking about everything around you? Do you remember where you grabbed, was it 100 foxtails? 300, yeah. 300 foxes. How many foxes do you know in your area? Huh? 300 tied them all up in a knot and sent them out. Man, that's good. Man, that's good. But all of a sudden, hey, man, Samson, the Philistines be upon you. I'm going to go up and I'm going to shake myself like other times. He got out there and he got to shaking himself like other times and he knew not that the spirit had departed from him. Hey man, I'd like to tell you how good has it been in your life? How good do you really have it? Hey man, you don't have to be the richest guy in this building, but if you've got the presence and the glory of God, you're the richest person in this place. I'm glad we got the spirit of God, don't you? Hey man, how good was it? Oh, remember how good it was. And if you will remember how good it was, you'll cry out like David cried out where he said, Restore in me the joy of thy salvation. Create in me a clean heart <laughs> and a right spirit within me. Hallelujah. Brother Gary, I've been there. I've been there where the, everybody was, uh, what would be the word? Uh, uh, I was praying, the Spirit of the Lord was helping. My spirit was right, my spirit was good, and everybody looked like they was my friend, and everybody was, what's the word I'm trying to look for? But y'all know what I'm trying to say. And then there's been there when my spirit wasn't quite right. Huh? You talk about anguish of the soul. 
where you think the preacher's against you. The church is against you. Oh, what an anguish of the soul. That's the anguish of the soul. But Brother Chester, getting in that place, oh, Lord, creating me a clean heart and a right spirit with me. I know what it is to have the right feelings. Oh, I feel like I hit a snag there. But I know what it is to have the right spirit towards my brother and sister. When I pass from death to life because I loved the brethren. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I need you to restore me. I need you to regenerate me. I need a right spirit within me. Amen. Amen. He got to tell Homer. Amen. He got to tell saying in Isaiah. He said, Homer, I'm going to give you an experience to where you forget what you thought you loved back there. You thought you loved tearing down people, but you're fixing to forget that. You used to love, one of my prayers, and I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brother Gary, that it's this way, but when I was trying to get saved, I, all I knew what it was was to watch television. On Friday nights, they had a thing going that you rented seven, seven movies for the weekend. Seven movies. That's all I know. Seven movies. And as I was praying, I was like, oh, God. I've watched TV all these years. And these people don't believe in a TV. And I'm going to have to give this TV up. And I, I mean, this is a real battle. Sure. <laughs> Brother Jeff, when he saved me. He made me forget my love. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Now I got saved and now I find myself sitting in a bedroom. Amen. And TVs, there's two or three TVs going at the same time and find myself sitting in a bedroom. Amen. Playing games or talking to my sister or praying. You know what it was? I found a new love. That made me forget my old love. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to put a rearward guard on you. I'm going to take care of that problem that's been hounding you. I'm going to take care of that problem that keeps bringing you back down. Amen. Shake thyself from the dust. I mean, grab that man and throw it off and say, devil, you're not going to tell me how to think anymore. Oh, hallelujah. Wouldn't somebody tonight like to fall in love with God so much till you could say, take this whole world, but give me Jesus. Oh, take this whole world, but give me Jesus. Oh, take this whole world, but give me Jesus. And I won't turn back. No turning back. For I've decided, <laughs> hallelujah, to follow Jesus. I've decided to follow Jesus. I've decided to follow Jesus. And I won't turn back. No, I won't turn back. I'd like to tell you, he'll give you an experience like that. Hallelujah, praise God. Do you want to go back? Yeah, I mean, Brother Caleb, I wish you talked about Brother Matt. Brother Matt, do you want to go back to leading the singing without the Spirit? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> you want to go back to that? <laughs> Brother Caleb, do you want to go back? Hey, man, huh? Oh, it's too good out here, ain't it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'd like to tell you, God can give you an experience and tell you don't want to go back to Egypt anymore. Hallelujah. They got to head into the promised land. All they could think of was the melons and the things that Egypt offered them. But I'd like to tell you, I believe Joshua and Caleb, they weren't thinking about that anymore, Brother Nathaniel. But they was probably saying in Canaan's land, it's just inside. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah.
I'm glad somebody likes my preaching. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank God. We're living in a world, amen, of all these things to get our attention off of where it needs to be. Amen. It'll happen right here in service. Amen. We're trying to pull our minds in. The devil try to make you think of all kinds of things where we're trying to pull our minds in here today. I'll tell you what I do when it gets like, if you can't focus in, just close your eyes and start praying. It'll help you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I wonder today, would somebody like to get back to the place like they had it at one time? Hallelujah. For you not been redeemed with corruptible things such as silver and gold, but you've been bought with a price. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Man, Jesus spoke some hard things that day and he asked his disciples. Amen. They all got to turning away. And he said, Will thou also go away? Amen. You going with them? He said, Where where could we go? Where could I go? I, if I'm not this, I don't know where I don't know where to go. Amen. 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 If you see me, I'm needing prayer. Just pray for me. Don't kick me to the curb because if I'm not this, I don't know what I'm going to be. Because <laughs> this is what the Lord saved me to. Amen. I'd like to tell you today, he's been good. Amen. I don't know about y'all. Oh, but I'd like to forget those things which are behind me. That's what Paul said. Forgetting those things which are behind me. I press toward the mark of the calling. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, I'd like to ask you a question. I told Brother Gary this morning, I said, sing loud. I like to hear Brother Gary sing. And he got to sing, so I, I felt treated. Now, Stephanie said, she texted our family group after we went about 40 miles or 30 miles down to the, uh, uh, whatever it was. And if you, wanted, if you wanted to do it on a motorcycle or something, it'd be fun, but not with a camper. And she said, Dad, she, said she told the children, said, Dad has sung his way through this. <laughs> it was stuff like, I still trust you. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. But there's been times, Brother Dennis, I had no song. I couldn't sing. I was in a strange land, not out in sin or out in the world, but I was in a place where my soul couldn't sing with that joyous, that joyous, victorious sound that it comes from. <laughs> my harp was on the willow. I needed something to restore a song within me. How many of y'all like singing? Hey, Amen. You sing the best in the shower, don't you? That's where it sounds the best. I mean, just singing. Singing. Hey, Amen. Singing. Hey, Amen. In the morning. What's wrong with them? Man, they pray through. They're singing and they're they're joyous and they're having a the time of their lives. <laughs> Woo! But now no songs come out of their mouth. They're unhappy. They're unhappy with their church. They're unhappy with God. They're unhappy with their pastor. They're unhappy with their brethren. They're just an unhappy people. Things has got bad. It's not no good anymore. Oh, God. But remember, there's something better than that. Amen. Woo! Do y'all remember the night, and, this, and everybody's got a different experience. When I got saved, I was so amazed how people that was so good treated somebody that just got saved. Because all I could really see was, you know how when you're trying to get saved, it's like when the Lord puts the mirror on you, you're like, man, I'm an ugly individual. And when I got saved, it was like, they was like, 
hey man, you, you, you're one of us. And I'm like, I can't, I can't be, I mean, I can't be just like y'all. I mean, you know, that feeling. But I mean, the feeling when they got to treat me like a brother, Brother Jeff, it was amazing that they treated me like that. I was amazed that somebody that didn't even really know me could just open their arms and, I mean, you know. And I was such in love with the church. I didn't know that the church had divided. I didn't know the fellowship had divided. Boy, them are good days. I didn't know that somebody believed differently in doctrines. <laughs> oh, that was a good day. And now there's some things you can't even hardly preach because you don't know if you're... Somebody believes it's just a little different, but I didn't know it at the time. Oh, them are good days. <laughs> Woo! Somebody just come up to you and put their arm around you and say, hey, you need to do a little bit better. And you think, well, I never heard that before, but yeah, I guess so. I mean, just good old days. Right? <laughs> I didn't know the preacher had a fault. I didn't know the church had a fault. Boy, them are good old days. Wouldn't you like to get back to that? <laughs> to where worship is about who worship's about. Hey, and you're praising and magnifying and glorifying our Savior who redeemed us from all this old world. Amen. I went too long this morning. I'd like to tell you, God's got a rearward guard for somebody. Somebody's saying it's going to come back on me. It's going to happen to me again. That's not the God that I serve. God is able to give somebody victory today and tell that enemy that you see today will be remembered no more. I have fought battles. I have fought battles that I thought was impossible to win. I'd wake up the next morning and there it was. But I have also fought battles. I've also fought battles, Brother Gary, till when I woke up, I couldn't even remember what the battle was about because he had brought such great victory for me. And I want you to know today, there's somebody today that's needing victory. I can feel it in my heart. There's somebody needing victory today. Hallelujah. And God's got victory for you. And this is a victory that overcometh the world, even your faith. Well, is there somebody here today? Is there a mom? Is there a mom? That's got, I've asked my wife, I said, did, did the old timers battle at our age or they just didn't talk about it? But when my son quit serving the Lord, what a battle, what a battle. What a battle. The house got to where it wasn't much fun because it was, that was the battle. My wife would fast for days for her son. She was under the load so great. There wasn't much shouting going on. The war of the mind on me was great, brother. You know. And there's just times I just look at my wife and I just say, all right, Steph. We're going to have to. We got other children. We're going to have to. We're going to have to liven it up a little bit. Amen. Wasn't a lot of singing. But one night, somebody sent us a text from Seymour. Your sons are praying. And the Lord was fighting for me, Brother Ken, when I didn't even know he was hardly fighting. I didn't even know where I, you know how it is in the battle, it's confused noise. Garments rolled in blood. But oh, I'd like to tell you, he done it. He saved my boy. <laughs> Hallelujah. We went, 
more of a testimony here, but about two months before Modro, Miss Stephanie broke her foot. And I'm used to a woman that cleans the house. That would make breakfast if I wanted breakfast, probably. I mean, just always moving, working. Boy, now she's crippled up. Went for the first checkup, and they said there ain't been no healing. Start taking calcium or whatever helps bones. Went back in three or four more weeks. She told me, said, I, she said, I just don't feel like going to motor. I don't, I just can't, I just don't feel like it. So, but Kenton, forgive me. I don't know how long it's been. It's been a long time since I didn't go to Modro, but we just didn't go. I mean, pretty long trial, nearly two months. They told her to wear that boot until they come back for another visit. But on a Sunday night, she got prayed for. It wasn't no big, mighty prayer, but she, next morning she woke up, she put that boot back on. And she said, man, I feel a little bit different. And she said, I tell you what, I got prayed for last night. I'm going to just believe that God's done the work. She took that boot off and God has done the work. <laughs> Woo! All of a sudden, I'm, not, I'm talking about all of a sudden, God done the work. I'm telling you, he can do the work for somebody this morning. All the way, suddenly he can do it for somebody. And suddenly they came to the other side. I'd like to tell somebody, you're in a trial today. You're in a test today. But I'd like to tell you, God can bring somebody out. Yeah. Woo! Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Can somebody say with me, I know thy Lord is going to bring me out. Glory. I know my Lord's going to bring me out. Come on, sisters, can y'all say it? I know my Lord's going to bring me out. Well, all right. Oh, there's some sister here that's under the load. I can feel it. But sister, don't lose your faith in God. Hallelujah. He's a God that's never changed. He's a God that's never changed. He'll do a work for you this morning. He'll make you laugh again. He'll make you sing again. Amen. He is your God. Woo. Hallelujah. 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 After a while, it'll all be over. Oh, after a while, the sun's going to shine. Oh, after a while, the clouds will pass over. And sister, you'll shout after a while. Oh, oh, there's a sister here that needs encouragement today. There's probably a brother too, but I can feel it in the spirit. There's somebody under a heavy load this morning. Hallelujah. God is able to bring you out. Amen. I just felt something. I, I just felt something. You probably don't even know why you're where you're at. You've probably looked at your husband and you probably told him, I don't even know why I'm where I'm at. Life is too good for me to be where I'm at. I don't understand why I'm in such a melancholy. Yeah, one of them big words. I don't understand why I'm where I'm at. Don't call me Naomi more. Just call me more. I'm, 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 I'm kind of bitter right now. Trials and tests has got me to this place. But don't forget one thing. <laughs> Naomi, there's a redeemer. <laughs> Woo! Don't forget one thing, church. There's a redeemer. Don't forget there's a restorer. Hallelujah. He can restore you today. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Oh, after a while, it'll all be over. Oh, after a while. The sun's going to shine. 
Oh, that's my cue. I'm supposed to sing it. Over and we'll shout. After a while. Oh, after a while. It'll all be over. Shout! 